Economics Radio is supported by Central Lakes College, Central Minnesota's premier community college. What would you think if I told you that economics is not just something found in the Wall Street Journal or on Fox Business? Economics is behind every choice we make. High school students use economics every day, usually without even knowing it. From AHS Studios, this is Economics, the podcast that explores the hidden side of high school. morning or afternoon whenever you're listening to this this is welcome back to another episode of economics today alan and i ryan are going to be talking about doubles at lunch I like it. yeah so there's there's so many things that go into people's minds when they think about doubles and which doubles they actually want like you could get doubles today or you could get doubles tomorrow when it's a better lunch or something like that Right, and then, you know, breakfast, you want doubles then, you want doubles at lunch, you know, muffins are pretty good, sometimes you want a few of those, but, you know, tomorrow's pizza, you might want an extra slice of pizza or two. Right, so when we went, when we wanted to uh, figure out what doubles people wanted and what numbers we had, we, we sent out a small form to a group of people, and then we went to Julie to get some numbers about the last couple of years and this year, lunch doubles. So the data is quite interesting, actually, because in 2018, when lunches weren't free, the breakfast doubles was 1155 and the lunch doubles were 863. And then in 2019, it went up to 1543 for breakfast doubles and 967 for lunch doubles. And then 2020 was kind of an incomplete year. We only had a few few months of data. It just skewed all of the skewed everything. So we just threw that out. And then, so 2021, when lunches have been and breakfasts have been free, the doubles number for breakfast actually went down to 941, and the doubles lunches went up to 1747. Yeah, so I, I actually thought that doubles number, or the breakfast number, was actually really interesting. So I'd like to talk about that. Um, so I figured that breakfast numbers would relatively stay the same because people are always just getting the same amount of doubles for breakfast, but it was actually down quite a bit. Yeah, it's weird. You'd think if anything, it'd be going up since yeah. breakfast is the first one's already free. Right. But I think a lot of this is just because kids, you know, they get more benefit out of getting doubles at lunch than doubles at breakfast because right. they probably ate something at home before they came to school. Right. And I feel like kids that when it was charged just didn't get their lunch or sorry breakfast at school they just brought it from home and when they're free they just got their first serving so yeah right and then it's like you get a lot more for doubles at lunch than you do at breakfast so for sure yeah why spend the extra money at breakfast when lunch is in three hours and you can get a whole ton of food for a couple dollars right so uh i feel like you're when you're doing your cost-benefit analysis for breakfast, you're really factoring in lunch too in there. 
because although it is free, you're also like, well, I could go and get my lunch later that has more food and I could get more of it. So that has a huge factor in the cost benefit analysis of breakfast. True. And then, I don't know, there's only a few breakfasts that are really doubles worth. You got muffins, donuts, and then right. cinnamon rolls, everything else. It's like, okay. Right. And those only happen like once a week. So. Right. And then, you know, there's all sorts of good lunches you get doubles for. You got pizza, chicken mm -hmm. nuggets, yeah. uh, chicken parmesan is a good one. And those are, those are constantly switching around where breakfast is almost always the same. You can always predict what breakfast is going to be on the menu for that week. Right. So consumer surplus for getting doubles at lunch is much, much greater than getting doubles at breakfast. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So we actually wanted to figure out what lunches had the most doubles in the year. So we sent out a small form to the class the classes at Aiken High School. And we actually figured out that in hot lead is chicken nuggets, really close behind is pizza. And then our third place goes to cheeseburger. cheeseburger. Yep. Yeah. Um, mini corn dogs was up there and cheesy bread, surprisingly. I think the thing with cheesy bread, it's not that great, but there's hardly any food. So it's like getting doubles sometimes can be worth it because right you know, you're still really hungry after your first piece. And it's like, the only problem with cheesy bread is you just don't get enough. So I see, I can see why kids would get doubles for cheesy bread. So I definitely feel like your consumer surplus when you're getting cheesy bread is more towards wanting to fill yourself than the satisfaction of eating that. Right, right. And then it's, you also got to think like doubles is for lunch is 285. What are you going to get after school from anywhere for 285 that's going to come exactly. anywhere close to the amount of food you get at doubles right when you go to a gas station you can buy what a bag of chips and like a water if you're lucky if you if there's a deal at the gas station where if you're buying doubles at school you're getting two whole trays basically extra of food right it's like especially in this economy with eight percent inflation you can't hardly get a mcchicken for two dollars right. these days it's yeah. ridiculous yeah and then another thing that the free lunches have done is it's a lot of unintended consequences. Um, the schools obviously couldn't predict that these numbers were going to be right. so out of whack. So they've probably had a lot of days in the beginning of the year where they had way too little. Yeah, way too, not enough food for lunch. And almost too much breakfast. Cause if you look at the 2019 numbers, there's 1500 lunch or doubles. And then you go to the 2021, there's only 900. Yeah, so it's like they're they probably had a tricky tricky start to the year right. this year, figuring out how much food to make for which breakfasts right. and lunches. Yeah, and I'm sure uh, COVID did not help that because they kind of had their out of whack stuff. They were just still trying to get into that motion of having a full school year and just getting right back into it. Right, and this it's interesting to see like you know the once the prices went to free the demand went way up for these doubles. Yeah. So obviously these this lunches and breakfasts are an elastic good. They're, you know, they change the price and boom, mm -hmm. there goes the numbers right. way up. Or way down as you see for breakfast too. Right. Yeah. 
So one unintended consequence that I thought of was actually the profit that the school's getting from it. So although when they had charged lunches, they were getting more breakfasts and more lunches, but when they changed over to uh, free lunches, although you may think immediately that their profit's gonna go down because none of the kids are getting, are paying for their lunch, you can see from the lunch doubles that the doubles went way up. So they're actually getting their profits right back just by changing to free lunches. Right, and then they're still getting funding from the state, you know, and then especially now that everything's free, there's probably more kids just getting lunch and breakfast at school instead of bringing in from home. Right. So then they get paid funding from the state for, you know, all the for kids that kid. get breakfast or lunch. And then I'm sure that's went way up now as free. Right, that's for sure. Yep, so I'm sure they're getting more money from that. So although you may think that the unintended consequence of free lunch is gonna be the school's profit is gonna go way down, when you look at it from a farther perspective, it's actually not, it, it almost might go up. Right, I'm sure they're bringing in a fairly decent amount of monies. So there's a lot to learn about lunch doubles and what students like and which ones they don't like and profits and cost-benefit analysis of lunch doubles. There's a lot that goes into it. Right, and it's, you know, you can, school can take this data and they can, you know, analyze which lunches the kids like the most because, you know, which ones are they getting doubles for the most. So in the future, they might start making better lunches and get rid of the ones that kids don't like as much. And then this will improve the uh, improve the lunch for everybody the school the kids make everybody happier yeah for sure there's so much more to learn about doubles than just what's on the surface and i hope we helped you understand most of it we hope you tune in back to economics for the next episode thank you and goodbye catch you later <laughs>